Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Hey, podcast listeners. Please don't let Ira Glass sue me for using that. We wanted to take a moment to say there are only four episodes of this podcast left. After the election is over, it's gone. Jesus, I can hear you cheering over the internet. Damn, y'all cold. Sorry to disappoint you. I'm, I'm not going anywhere, but the show format is going to change. I've been doing this show since April of 2015, and when it started, it was not an elections podcast. But like so many other things in the past two years, it became one. Starting in late November, the What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is going to be the What the Hell podcast, because that's the URL and account names that I have. Also, we're going to get bigger, better, with new voices and new thoughts, and we want you to be a part of it. No, seriously, we do. This is your chance to break into the thrilling world of low-rated podcast. So email the show at whatthehellpodcast at gmail.com or call our new listener line, 347-687-9601, and leave a message with your thoughts, ideas, or if you want to contribute. Stop crying, Gavin. I'm not firing you. I'm totally going to fire Gavin. Now, on with the show. The following podcast contains... Your use of language has altered since our arrival. It is currently laced with, shall I say, more colorful metaphors. Double dumbass on you, and so forth. You mean the profanity? Yes. That's simply the way they talk here. Nobody pays any attention to you unless you swear every other word. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you couldn't even name the hot dude in Canada, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Friday, October 7th, 2016, Johnson Goes Limp edition of the show, where we talk about the other white thing white people like, libertarianism. There will be dick jokes. Stay tuned! The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Gary's Weed Hut, smoking bowls for America. Gary's knows you're tired of choosing between the lesser of two herbs, so Gary's offers the widest selection of cannabis on the market today. Not just smoker edibles. Our weed enemas will get you higher than you've ever been. And clean out your system. It'll clean out the entire system. Flush in and then flush out corruption with our high-fiber flush, featuring a sativa and indica mix in a handy rectal applicator. It will blow your mind and your bowels. Money back if you don't say this is the best shit you've ever had. Hi, this is uh, John from California. Hi, John. And uh, I was calling in because a fellow member of our Libertarian Party had turned Democrat by listening to your show. She said, yeah, he seems to have a, a pretty good grasp on his economic situation. So she had me listen in, and I'd like to debate you on everything you've ever said at all. It just seems to me like you have a superficial economic grasp of all that's going on. And the first thing I'd like to ask you is, when has regulation ever worked? You always seem to say, when has free market never worked? When has regulation ever worked? When has regulation... Go ahead and give me any example. Uh, do you have diarrhea right now? Well, no, no. I'd like to talk on an economic... Philosophic, uh, you asked me a question. Kind of you asked me a question. When has regulation ever worked? 
And I'm asking you a yes, question. Yes, and is period economically or incurred during government policy? When has regulation ever worked? Well, are you suggesting that uh, we didn't have uh, massive economic growth from uh, the 40s and the 50s and the 60s? We are just 30-odd short days away from Election Day. Thank you, Jesus. And where the future of the United States of America will be thrown to a massive group of ill-informed ignoramuses who are utterly unqualified to make a decision any more important than whether to eat at Arby's or at Burger King, and they will often fail to choose wisely. Do you like roast beef? Yeah, we like roast beef. Do you like curly fries? Yeah, we like curly fries. Do you like horsey sauce? Yeah, we like horsey sauce. It did it, it can't wait to get them out. We call them voters. And I guess I could do a riff comparing voters like Republicans like Arby's and Democrats like Burger King. But what I'm really here is to talk about those voters to whom I refer to as those who choose checkers. I mean, what the fuck is checkers? Is it like a knockoff Hardee's or something? I have never eaten at a checkers and I never will because I can go to Arby's or Burger King. Anyway, these checkers choosers, who are a small but potentially spoilery group, they call themselves libertarians. Who are you people? That's what we're here for tonight. We're going to find out. Before I begin, let me say right now, I know a few libertarians, and they are, as a group, delightful people. Most are genuinely concerned over the state of politics in America today. As a rule, they all share several redeeming qualities. They believe in individual liberty very strongly, whether that liberty is to marry the person you love regardless of gender, the freedom to use their personal property as they see fit, and of course the freedom to get stoned off their ass so long as they're doing it in their own rec room while watching adults swim. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Many libertarians feel the government is overly intrusive into the private lives and businesses of Americans, and that both political parties are owned by the moneyed interest in the country. And it's hard to argue with their logic. And if this were all they would believe, I wouldn't be here tonight talking about them. I would probably be getting baked on the couch and watching Rick and Morty right now. Glip-clop! You're lucky a Treflorkian doesn't hear you say that. Is that like their N-word? It's like the N-word and the C-word had a baby and it was raised by all the bad words for Jew. Look, before I go any further, I want all my libertarian friends to know that I'm about to viciously mock your political party and your political party's beliefs because they stand for some crazy shit. So if you want to be my friend tomorrow, I strongly suggest you stop listening to this podcast right now and go back to listen to last week's show about clowns. Because come Monday morning, don't say I didn't warn you and start unfriending me on Facebook and sending Gavin death messages on Twitter. Because so many Americans are really fucking stupid, let me recap some basic tenets of the two actual political parties in America. Democrats believe that the government is essentially good that it provides services for the people, regulates industries, builds infrastructure, and ensures fundamental liberties through laws that restrict certain behaviors and promote other behaviors for the general welfare of us all. That sounds great, Ma. That sounds great. Republicans believe that the government is bad, that it interferes with the free market, which should be providing services and building infrastructures, and that fundamental liberties are impeded by laws restricting behavior, and that people's behaviors should be guided by entities like the churches, who provide moral guidance for the population. Businesses should be free to do whatever is best for the business, and that if those businesses do bad things, like poison the environment, then people will stop them by not giving them any more of their money. 
Well, I find that highly unlikely. But okay. Maybe. Within these two parties, there is a wide range of disagreement on exactly how to achieve these basic goals, which requires a certain amount of compromise and coalition building, generally evening out the extremes into the middle path. Or at least, you know, that's how it used to work before we elected a black guy. Libertarians, as I noted, share a blend of both parties, but as a rule, lean more towards the Republican side of things when it comes to their feelings towards the government. There are some libertarians, the anarchist wing of the party, that actually believe in a stateless state, no government at all. These people are actually... You have smoked yourself retarded. ...and compromise the most liberal wing of the libertarian party. So what do the more... Um, centrist libertarians believe let me quote from one harry brown a libertarian candidate for president in 1996 and 2000 libertarians believe in individual liberty personal responsibility and freedom from government on all issues at all times a libertarian is someone who thinks you should be free to live your life as you want to live it not as the President of the United States thinks you should, who believes you should raise your children by your values, not some far-off bureaucrat who's using your child as a pawn to create some brave new world, who thinks that because you're the one who gets up every day and goes to work, you should be free to keep every dollar you earn to spend it, save it, give it away as you think best. That sounds marvelous. So why would I have beef with the idea that people should be allowed to do as they want so long as they don't hurt anyone else and spend their own money as they see fit? I, I, I don't really. I, I, I think it's cute. It's like listening to a precocious 10-year-old explain why she should be allowed to set her own bedtime. You allow her to finish her argument and then turn out the light because she's 10 and she doesn't know shit about shit and would never make it out of bed on time for school. What? You're not my dad! You also the fundamental flaw in libertarian reasoning is the same sort of naive idealism that flaws a child's argument that people will do the right thing because people want to do the right thing. God damn, what a white person thing to think. Tell you what, go ask folks of a darker skin color, or folks who like to fall in love with people of similar parts, or folks who believe in a non-Protestant religion, if they're confident of people doing the right thing because it's the right thing. Libertarians can afford to believe in this bullshit because the only skin they have in the game is the skin that allows them to never have to worry about being barred from buying a house because they're black, or fired from a job because they're gay, or rounded up and put in a camp because they're Muslim. Those folks kind of rely on the government these days to even the playing field even just the tiniest bit. But still, let's use the most common logical libertarian argument, the one that I happen to agree with, people should be free to make their own decisions about whether or not to use drugs. Let's do all the drugs. Look, by and large, drug laws are stupid, and they tend to criminalize behavior that usually only harms the person who's behaving. And that's fair enough. But what about the guy who goes to a Motley Crue concert in Boise and drops a tab of acid between the opening act 
I, I think it was Cinderella and the crew coming on stage. And then after the concert drives home because his buddies are shit-faced on cheap beer and he's the, quote, sober one, unquote. And while he's driving home, the lines on the road turn into giant golden walls. So he ends up driving about three miles an hour down the interstate because he's sure he's going to smash into one of those walls. I mean, that shit should be illegal. And most libertarians would probably agree with you, but since they also think they shouldn't pay taxes for things like, I don't know, a police department, you're going to have a freeway full of fucked up teenagers all trying to get home before my mom finds out that I wasn't at Todd's house playing Dungeons and Dragons at all. A hardcore libertarian would tell you that it's a personal decision and that I, excuse me, the uh, unknown person who dropped that tab of acid should suffer the consequences of my, uh, I mean, the unknown person who dropped that average acid behavior, which there weren't any because somehow I managed to pull that shit off without being caught. I mean, that guy did that. And even if those consequences wind up with me and my friends or that random guy dead on the highway, that's just how it's got to be. It's kind of a brutal Darwinism, this libertarianism. And this might sound to you like I'm making an extremely silly argument to support my theory that libertarianism is essentially an even more silly argument, but I'm not. People are stupid. Incredibly stupid. Do you doubt me? WTF, Florida. Imagine Florida. Hope you guys are doing fine with the hurricane. Looks like you're doing all right. Sorry, it's probably bad timing, but fuck it, you were in the news. Like you are all the time with the Florida man. The whole state, without any kind of laws or government, and really, they barely have any of either of those, would burn to the ground in about a week. The government exists to protect us from ourselves, and without it, our own worst impulses would come out in full force. Anyone who says differently is selling something. But still, many libertarians would say that we've gone too far. Our zeal has created a system that regulates evil in the simplest things to the point that it's stifling business and creativity. You hear this a lot from West Coast libertarians. The kind of dude bros that make a shit ton of money who creating apps that have a poor guy show up to park their six-figure cars for them so they don't have to. They're all peasants, you know. Come along. If we just rid ourselves of this pesky regulation, American businesses will thrive like never before. Oh, yeah. We've actually tried this before. The Astors the Rockefellers, the Carnegies, the captains of industries of the Gilded Age. That worked incredibly well for us. If, by us, you happen to mean the wealthiest 1%, the rest of us had child labor, sweatshops, industrial deaths, rampant pollution, and criminal exploitation of workers. I mean, this was a libertarian paradise. Industry was unchecked to expand without regulation or interference, and boy, did it ever. Right up in the time that shit blew up in our face, right around 1929. I mean, look at how bad it is now. And imagine what it would be like with no regulation, no interference, not even the watered-down, ineffectual control which we think we have now. If you thought 2008 was a fun little economic moment, implement a true libertarian government and see what the fuck happens. Here is a partial list taken from the Libertarian Party website of government agencies that would go away if libertarians ran the country. The IRS the FDA, the TSA, the Federal Reserve, the Departments of Labor, Energy, Interior, Health and Human Services, Agriculture, Education, Commerce, the Federal Trade Commission, the Federal Elections Commissions, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, all gone. Now, maybe some of you hear that list and think that it's a good idea, 
particularly that part about the IRS makes you say, Can I get a hell yeah! So here is what would happen immediately if we got rid of those departments. Prescription drugs would be unregulated. As to cost and effect, our airports would no longer have set security standards, not even the bad ones we have now. Inflation would skyrocket, or the dollar would collapse. Hey, probably both would happen. Your boss could fire you because, eh, why not? Our nuclear reactors are ran by actual Homer Simpsons. No food safety inspections, so Chipotle-level ass blowouts are now the norm, not the exception. Edna May Swanson, running your local school board, will immediately eliminate all the parts of the curriculum, not completely agreeing with her particular brand of Jesus. The census won't get taken. The 2008 recession now happens about every three years as the next big way for banks to make money goes unchecked. Elections are simply sold off to the highest bidder, but even more openly than now. Forget about Grandpa going to the hospital. You just put him on the dead cart. Getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. And if... And when you might be lucky enough to retire, your best hope you saved enough money, otherwise you're living in a cardboard condo under a Miami overpass, which is rapidly going underwater because the sea levels are rising faster than Gavin's blood pressure when I intentionally misquote lines from My Little Pony. That, my friends, is what a libertarian government would look like. And I didn't even talk about the military, which in a libertarian government can only be used to defend the country from an invasion from Russia or Cuba. Oh, and to keep down the massive rioting that ensues from the total collapse of our economy and government. If you think that I made any of that up, I urge you to look at the Libertarian Party website linked in the show notes, because that is literally, in the literal sense of the word, the platform of the party in all of its incredibly fucking foolish glory. Now... None of this is ever going to actually happen. I mean, even if by some fluke of fate, Gary Johnson were elected president. Oh, I guess we got to talk about Gary. Gary seems like a nice enough guy. The kind of dude that doesn't really cause a problem. Maybe smokes a little too much weed and doesn't really know that much about what's going on. He probably majored in communications or sociology in college. Sociology and political science. Wow. Because it didn't require actually knowing anything. And I'm not hucking rocks for that. My major was liberal arts humanities with a concentration in English literature. So I know a soft class when I see one. You see, Johnson is coming up a little short in the polling. What's worse, his tiny size is starting to shrink like a fat man in a cold, cold pool as the election draws nigh. He really has a problem keeping it hard on the issues and is now widely considered limp when it comes to things like foreign policy. Folks pointed and laughed at how little it was he knew about important issues like the crisis in Syria and how soft he is when it comes to knowing other world leaders. I mean, he couldn't even get it up for the debates, his poll not even close enough to the size needed to take the stage with the big ones. Even his Veep has conceded he just isn't big enough to pleasure the people and is concentrating on trashing Trump. I decided to get all my dick jokes out there, right there in one fell swoop, rather than sprinkling them around like a short dick dude standing over a toilet bowl. Too mean. Sorry. I mean, Gary Johnson isn't really even a libertarian. He's a Republican. Almost a conservative Democrat, but Republican all the same. The North Pole, them are fighting words, partner. 
put him up. 30 years ago, he would have been a Republican, a liberal Republican back when we still had those. I mean, Ron Paul. The god of libertarians flat out said Gary wasn't one on MSNBC this week and even suggested supporting Bill Jill Stein. So I told you, that fucker's crazy. So I know you guys like him, but he's no more libertarian than I am. His positions on any issue with a remote possibility of passing are mainline Republican. Reduction of corporate taxes and regulation, lowering the tax rate on the highest earners, and the systemic elimination of the Jewish taint. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What was that? Just making sure you guys were paying attention there. And so far as I know, he's not proposing the final solution to the Jewish question. All this other shit is just seasoning. Gary Johnson is not ending the drug war. He's not pulling our troops out of Europe or Iraq or Afghanistan or wherever the fuck they might be. He's not going to enact meaningful restrictions on the police or any of the other things he says he is going to do. And I offer this as proof. He didn't do any of that as governor of New Mexico. He governed the state as a Republican. Period. End of story. Wasn't a bad governor. He was popular, successful, and seemed moderately competent. But in every meaningful way, he was and is a Republican. Oh, and by the way, so is Bill Weld. You know what this means? No, what does it mean? Well, it basically means that if you're voting for Gary Johnson, you're voting for Republican, and you probably were Republican all along. And he's also full of shit, but that's nothing new. Hey, look, if you want to vote for a Republican, that's your business. I just thought you ought to know that the Libertarian candidate isn't Libertarian. I mean, this guy actually believes you should have a driver's license to drive your own car. Ow! Fucking fascist! All the things he says he's for, he never did when he was governor, not one of them. In fact, his enthusiastic support for private prisons calls into doubt that he would do anything to reduce the laws on you. After all, it would be very bad for corporations if all of a sudden their prisons weren't profitable for lack of prisoners. But hey, you do you. I'm just saying is all. In the end, libertarianism is really a childish philosophy practiced largely by people either being incredibly naive or intellectually dishonest. You personally don't want to pay taxes or have the government tell you what to do, but you certainly have no problem with people being told what to do by other people. It's wrong for the government to pass laws saying people cannot be discriminated against because of their ethnicity or religion because those laws don't affect you personally. You're straight, white people. You're mostly straight white men. Take a look at a libertarian convention sometime. White walls, white floors, and a lot of white people. You personally do not like paying taxes, but really like driving on the roads those taxes paid for. Not to mention the schools, hospitals, airports, militaries those taxes paid for. You like guns, you use them responsibly and think gun laws are onerous. I get that. But those gun laws are keeping this country from becoming a libertarian paradise like Syria. Everyone who wants a gun has one over there. Ask the folks in Aleppo what they think about some gun control. Sorry, that Aleppo crack. That was just mean. I know it's a sensitive subject for you folks right now. 
Libertarians seem to think the government is there to personally inconvenience them and ignore its role in building the society they're privileged to live within. They never seem to notice that once upon this time, this country was a libertarian paradise prior to the Progressive Era when the unions started a social movement in this country that said all the people, even the poor ones or the black ones, deserve the same protections the rich white people enjoyed. Generations of Americans suffered in a basically unregulated society with shit flowing in the streets, burning to death in buildings with no fire escape, eating bad food, having spotty medical care, all of which are controlled and regulated by governments now and paid for with tax dollars. Your paradise was shit. People's lives were decades shorter and the rich were totally unrestricted. And right now, we're drifting back towards those days. Thank you, Paul Ryan. Because Paul Ryan and his Republicans are busy stripping out the protection of the government's affords one by one while you cheer them on all because a couple of people say it's okay for you to smoke weed? That's fucking childish and short-sighted. Because when... One day, when you're working on a Monsanto weed farm in 20 years, picking buds 18 hours a day without a bathroom break because you elected a fucking libertarian asshole who thought the Department of Labor interfered with his right to own wage slaves, I want you to remember that. Or worse, and it's even more likely, actually, when your organs are being harvested by Peter Thiel to keep his Silicon Valley buddies alive into their third century... I bet you're going to wish we had a food and drug administration to say that maybe, just maybe, that wasn't okay. People suck. The idea of self-regulation and doing the right thing because it's the right thing is demonstrably not so. I mean, look at this election. A bloated orange toad is openly advocating overt racism and oligarchy. And still some of you are thinking about voting for Gary Johnson. Because Hillary is awful. She isn't. She's a politician. There are a lot worse out there than her, and many of them are lining up behind the bloated orange toad, but I get it. You don't like her. And if your idea that generally people do the right thing, that the wisdom of the crowd, that the hand of the market steers it towards the center, then we wouldn't even be running the risk of a flatulent douchebag being elected to the presidency and doing horrible things to the country. And this alone is proof that libertarianism is a silly idea practiced by silly and selfish people who are really still just upset that their parents made them go to bed on time. That is it for our show this week. You know, there were way fewer dick jokes in there than I thought there would be. I can only imagine I've finally gone and alienated the last two friends who weren't voting for Hillary I had. But that's okay because living in society means that sometimes you have to sacrifice for the greater good. Unless, you know, you're a libertarian. If you would like to sacrifice friends, rate and review this show so that other people can find it and be really, really angry too. If you want to hear more ways to end friends and alienate people, hey, follow me on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast or the show name on Facebook where I get really raw. All of the shows are at the show name on SoundCloud and at www.whatthehellpodcast.com. And you know you can email us at whatthehellpodcast at gmail.com where we will happily read your hate. If we can make it out through Gavin's tear stain, then he is a sensitive soul. Stop being so mean to for me, Dave Bledsoe, the teary-eyed producer Gavin, and all the other fictional people on this show, we want to say the party's over. It's time to call it a day. 
I hate to burst your balloon, but even Gary Johnson has to say, it's time to wind up the masquerade. Just make up your mind. The Pipers are about to be paid. We'll see you all next week. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.